This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. This past Tuesday afternoon, U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville announced that he is dropping his hold on the military promotions that are being presented to the Senate Armed Services Committee. In the early part of 2023, Tuberville made the decision to put a hold on military promotions within that committee due to the Department of Defense's change in abortion policy. The DOD is accommodating abortions for its service members in a way that was never done before the recent Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade. Tuberville was using his position on the Senate Armed Services Committee to refuse to offer blanket approval for these nominees, forcing the votes to be taken to the Senate floor. Most recently, the Senate Democrats on the Rules Committee were able to make a change that will allow for the blanket approvals, not just within the committee, but on the House floor. And Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer took language out of the National Defense Authorization Act that was put in there over in the U.S. House that would have required a change of abortion policy and practice within the DOD. Tuberville spoke to a CNN reporter about his change of position in light of the Democrats' decisions, saying that no one is getting what they ultimately wanted. Do you have any regrets that you didn't achieve exactly what you set out to do, that the policy is still in place? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much a draw. I mean, they didn't get what they wanted, we didn't get what we wanted. And, you know, when when you change the rules, it's hard to to win. And so they changed the the NDA rules. We didn't get to fight for it to leave it in the Senate. And so just unfortunate the American people didn't get a voice. Well, we're going to, I'm releasing everybody. I still got a hold on, I think, 11 four-star generals. Everybody else is completely released from me. Now, somebody else might, I think some a few other people got holds on one or two or three people. But other than that, it's over. A drag show with a supposed Christmas theme is continuing to cause controversy in the Albertville community as well as gain national headlines. The Catholic League for Religious and Civil Rights is now calling on more churches to support the pastor of Antioch Baptist Church in Albertville as well as a former Catholic bishop as the two are making efforts to protest that event. Pastor Justin Childers of Antioch Baptist told 1819 News that he's getting emails of support from within and outside of the state, urging the protest to go forward. However, Childers also says that the property owners of Legends Bar, where the drag show will take place, are not going to allow any demonstrations to take place near or on the property and have contacted local law enforcement to make that known. Bishop has instead organized a prayer meeting to be held on the night of the drag show, and that now involves over 30 local churches. A state lawmaker has pre-filed a bill to create a punishment surrounding the constitutional carry law that was passed last year by the Alabama legislature. Democrat Chris England is offering a bill that adds penalties to the existing requirement that a person declare the presence of a concealed weapon when they're approached by a law enforcement officer. Currently, there is no penalty for refusing to declare the presence of a gun. England says his bill is closing a loophole that is unenforceable without a criminal penalty. HB 20 makes it a Class A misdemeanor to not inform an officer of a concealed weapon when asked by that officer. A person will not be compelled to make that statement if not first questioned by police. The numbers are now out when it comes to building a new state house in Montgomery. The Retirement Systems of Alabama has been contracted to design and build the state house. That cost is now estimated at $325 million, according to RSA CEO David Bronner. This includes an 8% administrative fee. The state can either buy the property from the RSA after construction is completed 
or they can regain it over a 25-year lease as part of a buyback agreement. The foundation of that building is already being prepped behind the current Alabama house. Once construction is completed, the old state house will then be torn down and replaced with green space. The $325 million covers the construction of the facility, not the demolition of the old one or the creation of the green space. The project is expected to be completed by 2027. And there will be four Republican presidential primary candidates on the stage tonight in Tuscaloosa when the University of Alabama hosts the fourth Republican National Committee debate. Those candidates are Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Vivek Ramaswamy. Donald Trump has made no indication that he will be participating in this event. Trump does have a massive lead over all other candidates in this race. The latest polls taken at the end of November show Trump getting 60% of Republican primary votes, with DeSantis coming in at 11% and Nikki Haley at 10 For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. A North Carolina congressman has now become the latest of congressional members who are announcing their plans to not return to Washington, D.C. Congressman Patrick McHenry will be retiring from Congress at the end of his 2024 term. McHenry was elected to Congress in 2005 and more recently was made the acting Speaker of the House when Kevin McCarthy was voted out just a few months ago. McHenry now joins over 40 congressional members who have apparently had it with politics and will not be seeking re-election. That includes Ken Buck of Colorado, Earl Blumenauer of Oregon, Brad Wenstrup of Ohio, Mitt Romney of Utah, and Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Well, it's hard to tell which Republican senator was the most angry and frustrated at FBI Director Christopher Wray when he appeared before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Tuesday. Utah Senator Mike Lee started off by grilling Wray over the FBI's abuse of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, known as FISA. The FBI is already required to obtain a court order in some circumstances before accessing the contents of Americans' communications in the context of 702. They're already required for that in some circumstances. Since 2018, how many times has that requirement been triggered, according to government reporting? Do you know? You're talking about the so-called F2? Yes. Yeah, I, uh, how many times has it been triggered? Yes. I think, it, I think there have been two instances where I think is maybe the number. 100, 103. Yeah. 103 times yeah. it's been triggered. And out of those 103 identified times, uh, the FBI should have obtained a court order. How many times did the FBI actually obtain one? Do you know? But that, I think the answer is none. Zero. So you're telling me that the FBI has completely ignored the limited court order requirement that it's already subjected to. You have the audacity to come here, and you told us that getting, uh, adding a warrant requirement to 702, even for queries involving U.S. persons on U.S. soil, that that would amount to some sort of unilateral disarmament. That, you have a lot of gall, sir. This is disgraceful. The Fourth Amendment requires more than that, and you know it. Texas Senator Ted Cruz had issues with Ray over the FBI's reluctance to hold the Department of Justice accountable for interfering with the investigation into Joe and Hunter Biden. Have you opened an investigation into whether the attorney general lied under oath to Congress and whether the attorney general obstructed justice? I'm not going to go down that road here. I, I know you're not. That's the point. Nobody thinks you've opened an investigation because you're not willing to. And the amazing thing is, Director Ray, I've known you 30 years. You're not a partisan Democrat. You're simply sitting blithely by while career partisans in your agency allow it to be weaponized. And you are damaging the FBI and you are damaging the Department of Justice. And Missouri Senator Josh Hawley was just flat out disgusted and outraged at the treatment of Catholics 
by the FBI. We don't investigate people for their exercise of their constantly protected, constitutionally protected religious expression. I, that I particular intelligence product is something that as soon as I saw it, I was aghast. I had it withdrawn. Really, you were aghast. I was. And, oh, really? Yes, and what sir. have you done about it? Did you fire the people who wrote it? No, I had it withdrawn. Have you fired anybody involved in it? Senator, if you will give me a chance to answer That's a your yes question. or a no. It's not hard. Have you fired anyone involved in the writing of that outrageous memo about which, frankly, you've repeatedly misled the public? Yes or no? The individuals involved have in that you product fired anyone? Not, just a minute were not found to have engaged in any intentional or bad faith conduct. And in fact, in fact, Senator... A number of the individuals so the involved. No. A number of the individuals involved in writing that product in the Richmond office were themselves Catholic. So the notion oh, I see. that so they were targeting they, their own oh, faith is nonsense. Oh, so they have to get out of jail free card. I see. They, I see. So you're immune and they're that. immune. So we shouldn't ask questions about it. You haven't done a darn thing. You haven't fired anybody. In fact, what the House found is, what is it? You, you admonished them. They were admonished. And their respective supervisors were told to engage with the Human Resources Division to ensure that deficiencies are addressed. Oh, I feel much better. They've been sent to bed without food. Despite this expressed outrage, Ray and the whole FBI agency still received millions of dollars that they asked for from the U.S. House in order to build a brand new headquarters in Maryland. And speaking of the FBI, did you know that FBI agents recently arrested an actor out of Los Angeles who is featured quite often on Babylon B's satire videos? Siaka Masakoy is also a vice chair of the Republican Party of Los Angeles, and he took part in the Daily Wire's newest satire movie about transgenders in sports called Lady Ballers. Masakoy can be seen in the latest release of a Babylon B video in which he plays Black Pete. It's a spoof about all of the nonsensical statements made by Joe Biden. I'll help you capture Corn Pop, but I heard he's in Indian territory. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. No, 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 not that type of Indian. And for Black Pete's sake, don't say it like that. And on top of all of that, Massacoy took part in the January 6th election protest in Washington, D.C. So that tells you all you need to know as to why he was recently arrested and charged with misdemeanors for disorderly conduct and trespassing. Documents have emerged that connect Microsoft tech company with the Chinese Communist government and their state-sponsored media outlets. The Washington Free Beacon is reporting on this partnership between Microsoft and China Daily, as well as the People's Daily. Microsoft provided advanced AI technology for both of those media outlets and their propaganda efforts. The tech support from Microsoft allowed the two media outlets to target and create profiles on their media consumers, as well as to allow for the communist government to control and censor the content. The U.S. State Department has even designated both of these media outlets as being under the control of the CCP. However, that's not stopping Microsoft. They continue to have 9,000 employees in the country of China with plans to expand their partnership there. With all this attention on Microsoft, the name Bill Gates certainly comes to mind. Remember him? Gates is not only the founder of Microsoft, he was a good friend of Jeffrey Epstein's continuing to meet and eat with Epstein to talk about, well, we really don't know what all, while Epstein was a convicted sex offender and pedophile. Gates's marriage ended just a year ago in large part due to his association with Jeffrey Epstein. His wife, Melinda Gates, could not make peace with that fact. The client list of Jeffrey Epstein is quite extensive and includes not only Bill Gates and Bill Clinton, but many other politicians, 
and Hollywood elites. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn recently announced plans to subpoena the flight logs belonging to Epstein of those who traveled to his Caribbean island for who knows what, but that effort was squashed by Democrat Senator Dick Durbin within the Senate Judiciary Committee. We were trying to get my subpoenas of Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs and the subpoena of Sotomayor and her book deal, things that weren't reported, but we have found out about this through the news. And of course, the chairman blocked it all, cut it off. That's not how this committee is supposed to work. The same man who blocked the subpoena for the Epstein flight logs went on the Senate floor this week to suggest that all of the illegal immigrants that have come into the U.S. should be conscripted into the U.S. military since the armed forces are having trouble with their recruitment rates. But if you're an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Should we give them a chance? I think we should. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 